Hey, welcome back. It's Food News and Shoes Radio, sponsored by Sullivan University. We got Chef Jeremy Ashby. We got Sylvia Lovely. How y'all doing? Hey, we're doing fine. We're going to talk some coffee today. We have uh, uh, yeah. Victor von Van Kreinberg from Election and Coffee and Tea, and also uh, Coffee Times, which if you've never been there, is amazing. It's over Regency. We'll talk coffee, and we'll find out what makes a good and a bad cup of coffee. Uh, I know there's a lot of food news. I really needed to mystify that, actually, because I mean, my process at home, I don't think I'm doing it quite right. It's not what it could be. What do you but think? you're a super taster, you know? I just like a good... Now, what I don't like, Twitch, and we've talked about this, is that burnt coffee taste. And I don't I won't like name it either. names, But their coffee... Uh, coffee times coffee is really good and there's a couple of other you know pretty good places but i just i love a good cup of black coffee so i, I i'm the same way i like it the same way i like my coffee black and I, every time i go to the big places i feel like my palate doesn't match what they're selling oh, and i don't know, I know if that's my issue or if they're selling me bad coffee i'm gonna ask that because i'm curious like maybe i don't yeah. like coffee as much as i think i do but i like good coffee i think and i love it and i tried to switch to decaf but there's just nothing like a good cup of regular coffee see i like i like a cubano like just an espresso now, with lots of sugar in it like a really super really rocket fuel <laughs> shot of coffee i like three of those you and then i'll like just switch over to just ice coffee well, wait and i'm talking Three Cubanos. Black coffee with ice. Yeah. Wait, wait, and three, I, three Cubanos? If, if you'll and give a Cuban me, cigar. Yeah, if somebody will make them for me. I'll just keep keep jacking me hey, up. That's, that's at 2 o'clock in the morning when he's, you know. Yeah. That's right. That's, yeah, it's any time of the day, you know. Um, but, yeah, I'll, I'll drink that until well, I switch over. It, can you drink, can either of you drink coffee late in the day? They say we process caffeine differently each of us does it doesn't so I, I can't i have adhd summer. and coffee acts like a tranquilizer for me does it really yeah i i can drink coffee <gasps> and go right to sleep i don't think i really get I would yeah think go the opposite how many problems i have to pee a lot more well that's <laughs> I'm up true. all night peeing i yeah, can i can drink true. coffee i can be one of those people who drink coffee well, right before Bernie's bed like that and i just hate him me. in the middle of the night because he's sleeping <laughs> and i'm not from the coffee like kill him yeah. you know yeah. somewhere along the line and i know azure is one of the restaurants where you can get a good cup of coffee with dessert but somewhere along the line we kind of lost the whole have dessert have coffee after a yeah. meal and yeah, i really enjoy true. that i enjoy a cup of coffee that's maybe oh, my favorite time to have coffee yeah because that would be so good but i can't do it coffee it with like a chocolatey dessert at a nice restaurant that's my favorite time to have perfect uh, yeah i think there's there's going out to a restaurant to eat you know you're busy you're getting through mm -hmm. the week and don't have time to cook and there's going to a restaurant to enjoy yourself and spend some time with friends yeah, or somebody that kinda... and that's where i have dessert you know and i, I think it kind of you have coffee with your dessert like i order the espresso then you do yes you're crazy i love it <laughs> you are crazy when you anyway. when you get an espresso do you i mean you're talking like fully loaded sugar the whole thing do you slam it down or do you it's um i mean I, I love like a lot of a lot of like raw sugar in it i mean Ooh, it's all just thick i can't stand and, the thoughts of that like a double shot of <laughs> i can't stand the thoughts of that two ounces of just i just like fuel. it so black do, do you like coffee flavored things no. i really like coffee yes. ice cream no no oh, no, no, no. I love oh mocha flavored stuff tiramisu yeah. coffee ice cream it's probably my fa yeah. other than chocolate it's probably my favorite is that mocha flavor. is that what mocha is no, that's that's a chocolate. No, <gasps> Jamocha. Oh. Jamocha. No, wait, is Closer. it? Mocha's Jamocha would be like the jam coffee flavored. Yeah, coffee and chocolate together, right? Oh. Probably that's what so. I was thought. Yeah, I think so. Um, either way, coffee flavored, everything's good for me. I, I, well, well, my father, like, he, he grew up in 
up north in the northeast and they have coffee syrup up there and we, we have that at home a lot syrup. yeah and we drink coffee milk it's a, like a rhode island or new england thing and really? you really oh, it's delicious that. man you just have a coffee big old, syrup yeah with no sugar oh it's sweet as it could be it's like hershey syrup but coffee that's like an irish what do they call that drink oh wow. yeah you you never I've knew about never this Ames is coffee syrup come on so you just is take a spoon of that you add it to your milk and you get coffee milk like nestle quick or hershey syrup right, well yeah is so that good. kind of like um uh irish coffee isn't there an irish coffee that well, that's what got whiskey in it though yeah yeah but it's still a coffee based thing yeah you you basically Sweet. it's yeah it's it's coffee and and whiskey yeah and you take a couple sips of the coffee and, make some room pour some whiskey in there yeah. Yeah. oh my oh so, my so we're gonna have fun with that but and i think one of the things we don't realize about coffee is coffee's really good about bringing out hey. other flavors like chocolate true i so got a question for you guys yeah when you go to a coffee shop and I'm talking about one of the storefront coffee shops, like Coffee Times. Do you order it in a paper cup or a real cup? A uh, real cup, if if, they, if what that's you, an what option. What about you? Uh, I mean, I, I don't. I mean, typically, like little local coffee shops I go to, it's a real cup. Uh, the well, the can, other ones, I don't know if I have made the choice before. I just kind of take what's given to I'm me. I'm different. I get it in a paper cup, and I don't know why. So I save some paper cups so that at home, when I drink coffee at home, I can put it in a paper cup. Is that weird? Yes. My wife and I have a real, and it, it's a real issue where we have a lot of coffee cups. We love coffee yeah. mugs. and With we, the different emblems. And yeah, no joke. We probably have 200 coffee mugs in our house. They our get kitchen. obnoxious, though. And we have so oh, many different shapes before, and flavor yeah. of shapes and, and different. Uh, well, so when you're at a coffee shop, though, do you like a mug? Yeah. A ceramic my mug. favorite is just a like an old diner call like a thick heavy yeah. diner mug uh-huh. there's nothing like it there's well, nothing and like then it. they have the dainty little cups. sure a little like if you go i don't know if martine uh, you know i don't I, i've probably gone to a coffee shop where they have the little dainty you gotta go waffle house get those little dainty yeah little they dainty, have dainty coffee cups. i like the azure cups <laughs> I like yeah, the Azure coffee cups. I, the Azure cups. I don't really pay much attention. They're they're substantial. They're thick. They're very thick. But they're also they're they're sort of square. They're not exactly round. Yeah, I guess I, so. And I like I like that. Nice, but but nice. it's kind of weird to like paper cups. I don't know what that says about. Do you me. like the uh, the the handle? Wait, that's not a handle. See, I'm over here thinking. You guys are talking about cups. I'm thinking about coffee syrup in coffee right now. <laughs> I'm like, what can I, I mean, do with that? I mean, coffee the coffee. See, the only well, with you know, it's like a little Coke bottle. There's just something about the container of something that matters, and I don't know why paper appeals to me. I think it's because I like to drink it in the in the car. Yeah, uh, and so I and it gets so hot when you first order it that if you're not there for two hours, it's pretty hot, and you can take it with you. I like the and you only see them in TV shows anymore, but it's a very specific. It's a blue and white paper coffee cup that every diner in New York serves their coffee oh, in. Oh, that would be so neat. And it's a so pati- iconic. You've pro- I guarantee you've seen it. It's an iconic look. And I've actually thought, you know what? I'm just going to buy myself some of those online. Did you? Yeah. But yeah. Because they're, you can buy them on Amazon super cheap. and they You can just, buy anything on Amazon. Yeah. You, when, as soon as I show you the, I'll show you the New York style uh, paper coffee cup. You'll go, oh, so, I've seen that in a thousand places. Back to the cups and vessels. Another thing that, that baffles me is everybody has got to find the biggest metal like i yeti. don't know what those things yeti thing yeti thing they can find like right. they don't fit in cup holders they can't be washed in a dishwasher <laughs> i mean i thought i was trying to like 
slam the dishwasher door shut yeah. just to get these cups. Oh, they're in there. massive. I'm walking around with like my wife has funny. one that's like now, four gallons of coffee. I, I, and what's the now? This is the have you you've seen that? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You've seen that in every movie and that takes place in, in New York. Old yeah. diners that we've grown into big mugs, but in diners, old style diners, and your grandmother's old china, they're small cups. Mm-hmm. Even if they're thick, they're tiny. So. I don't think we they drink as much coffee as we drink now. No, and if you go to Europe, they'll serve you one cup in a small cup. Right. And you don't get multiple cups. No, I when I'm out that. for breakfast, I'm the kind of guy that likes it when they just bring and drop the pot off. Yes, yes me too. Yes. And that doesn't happen that's in good Europe. Well, at least that's, it that's didn't. A, don't judge keep me. Up with. Yeah, don't judge me. I'm going to drink all of this. Um, hey, guys, I thought it'd be fun to talk about food shows. Okay. Yeah, for some it. reason, I've been rattling around. Now, I would be very different from the two of you because I'm not a cook. But what appeals to people uh, in food shows and what makes them successful? And some of the things that I researched said funny. Yeah. Being funny. Mm-hmm. Being mm-hmm. hyperactive and just talking fast and, you know, because attention spans. And this is like YouTube channels. There are a million of these things. Do you watch them, Chef? Yeah, I mean, I, I don't watch them currently, but I grew up watching them. I, mean, I lost kind of interest in the whole Food Network. And why? Yeah. I just, I really enjoyed the days back when Emerald was one-on-one with his audience or whatever, just cooking a yeah. dish and making something. It, then it just turned into this battle royale. Yeah, competition. Competition. Yeah. And it was the, the same host doing three different shows with the same personality, all doing things that I'm not even remotely interested in eating or yeah. seeing anybody oh, yeah. butcher. Really. I watch a lot of YouTube cooking shows. Do I you, Honestly, do I don't watch the Food Network anymore. I'm, I'm the same way. I think it... Somewhere along the way, they, they decided to make it really slick and to appeal to people. Yes. That's just not me. And it's just, I like I cooking. I think when if you said like slick, Network, yeah. that like says a WrestleMania. lot. Yeah, it's just supposed to be slick. and it, it, it's, it's, it's too supposed, slick, isn't Lots it? of buzzwords. Lots of, I just don't like that. You know what really killed it for me is when they did all the... Um, all the competitions to find the new hosts. Right. And they would push them in this direction of, you got to be slick. You got to appeal to this type of person. And I'm like, no, just, it's just cook polished. food. It's, yeah, yeah just, I'm kind of with yeah. you. Just be yourself and cook what you want, you it's, know, and be educational. I, I just don't um, have the appeal. You, let me ask you if you think there is room, um, and I haven't watched that many of them, but um, if you're not a cook, is there room for shows that deal in a fun way with big policy questions? Like, for instance, the app harvest issue. Mm-hmm. You know, can you grow? To, is that the future of agriculture? How do you make that fun? But it's to me, it would be interesting. It's like Discovery Channel or National Geographic. But you know, I don't think a lot of people say it's all about cooking. You know, I guess I guess that's kind of my problem with the Food Network. Is it doesn't have to all be about fun. <laughs> it, Farm wars. I, yeah, I want that's it, what it'll turn into. I, They'll be like, yeah. you know, I want like, really qualified people doing really good stuff, and I'm good with that. I don't, you know, like beekeeping, for instance. You know, it's not about cooking, but it's about preservation of bees. Yeah, I, I, I like that kind of aspect. But I'm more of like the, you know, watching the Mister Wizard, Bill, you know, Bill Nye the Science yes. Guy kind of viewer than than the guy tuning into WrestleMania. You know, I, I do. I want that kind of 
recipe that has a little bit of history or how right, it applies right, to right. the and modern so day too. and the yeah. foodscape of and what we're dealing with. And some of the best with. ones are the ones that take old recipes, for instance, and that's their series. They'll take an old recipe. That's and what I watch. Forward. Yeah, let's talk about um, the ingredient, how it's grown, where it came and from, how it changed. And There's you know, a, a YouTube stuff. channel I follow called Glenn and Friends Cooking, and Glenn every Sunday and morning he, he he goes out and buys cookbooks at like yard sales uh-huh. and. And, you know, swap meats. And he'll go, all right, this week we're making a recipe from the 1934 blah, 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 county women's cookbook, you know. And it was like a fundraiser in the 1930s. And you go, and like, Uh these are really good lost recipes that we don't, you know, depression era recipes that we just don't have anymore. That, and I tell you, another fun series would be to go to restaurants and find out what's not on the menu. A lot of them will serve something off menu. Sure. And what is that? And how does that? figure into i mean there's all kinds of themes and things that aren't about just putting ingredients in a bowl do you have that at azor is there a secret menu at azor or just something off the menu i could order Mm, there's a couple things that i won't tell you about on the air oh really yeah are they like secretive are they one of those things that only one or two people get to order yeah and also they're not like just readily they're prepped up to go mm-hmm. so yeah we don't always have them i don't want people just coming in sure right, and right, not, right. you know well, it's, but things tend to kind of balance and grace the menu every few years at least you know things yeah. will kind of recycle back into fashion it's kind of crazy my yeah. favorite is rafferty's out in hamburg it's the only one we have in town now and i go there about every six months and i when i go in and sit down at the bar which is what i always do the bartender knows who I am and knows I want the boss's BLT. <laughs> well, it's, it's nice to be a regular somewhere. I know, and to but feel every like six you, months? I mean, why, what stands out here? To feel like know. you know something that most people don't know. <laughs> you know, you, you oh. want to feel like, I know a little secret here. I'm going to go in here. I'm going to order some stuff. I've heard a lot of restaurants do that. Of course, you're also a scratch chef, ke- kitchen. I mean, you, you, yeah. you yeah. alter. I mean, you don't a lot. I mean, it doesn't vary greatly, but. Yeah, I mean, the, the whole idea of the secret menu, I think it's fun and playful. I, I don't want it anywhere around me. <laughs> I don't. Just because, um, you know, I, like I said, it could become a problem really, really quickly. But I think sure. a high-end restaurant, yeah. you know, that is, you know, an award-winning chef, I, I don't think it's as prevalent as it would be at a right. rap fast food or something. place or it's something. It's just really good. I'm not putting that kind of food down. I love it. I'd eat it every week if it wouldn't put like a 300 pounds on But there's it. Yeah. always like... I just we, get weary when people come in and they're like, I want to get playful and I want to do this with this, yeah. this, and this. And you've this. got a room full of people. And I'm responsible for it. It's like, man, I wouldn't eat that. And if they but, don't like it, then yeah. it's your fault. Yeah. And it's yeah. and it's the art. It's your art. Yeah. yeah we, you know, food yeah, is your art. We made it this way. So anyway. We got just a couple minutes. We're going to talk to, in a few moments, we're going to talk to, and I'm, I'm going to mess up his name, Victor Von Kreinberg. You I did believe. it. You did you it. Go. Yay. Uh, him and his wife own Lexington Coffee and Tea. They also own Coffee Times out in Regency, which is probably my, I don't like to play favorites, Love but it. it's probably my favorite coffee it house in town. So, an atmosphere, everything. In great the atmosphere. Store next door to great it. Great retail yeah. environment. Yeah, like, yeah, get, yeah, yeah. Good little thrift store next door that I like to go Love to. Love it. Street yeah. scene. Yeah. So uh, we'll talk about coffee next so if you're a coffee and we did our fair share of talking about it this yeah time, didn't we? <laughs> i love it i'm gonna get some more back in a moment it's food news and choose radio hey welcome back it's food news and choose radio 
We're going to talk some coffee. Uh, you've probably been to Coffee Times. If you work in an office, you probably have coffee from Lexington Coffee and Tea. It is Victor Van Kreinberg. That's Did I say it right? Yeah, you nailed it. Oh, oh man, I was, I was stressed about that. I was way stressed about it. There's a lot of vowels in there. Uh, of Lexington Coffee and Tea and also uh, of Coffee Times. Over, would you call that the Regency area? Yep, Regency Park. That's, I think, and you know, me and my wife are both coffee fans, or I don't know if there's a nickname for people who really like coffee, bean heads or whatever. Human yeah, beings. Good. Yeah. Human beings. I like that. <laughs> but uh, Lexing, um, Coffee Times is a cool place. It's not just a coffee shop. It's a retail on one side Correct. and a coffee shop on the other. And they, yeah, we also do bulk uh, beans. Uh, you can mm-hmm. buy pounds of beans there. Uh, we'll grind it up for you. But yeah, there's mugs, T-shirts. Uh, we do gift baskets, uh, all kinds of stuff. Yeah, dude. I mean, guys out there, there's a big difference between, say, Starbies and what yeah. a, a local coffee shop and roaster does. So these guys supply Azor and probably ha- half the people I know in Lexington with the roasted beans, the grinds, the su- supplier businesses. Uh, that's in tandem with the shop, which is rated best in Lex all the time. You know, it's a it's, great coffee. Plus you can go in there and you can get like a scoop of, you know, Blue Mountain Jamaican beans yep. and a, and they have so every year for Christmas I go in the in the coffee times and buy my wife just random pounds of coffee. No for throughout the year. It's a it, great gift. You never mother, go wrong with that. My yeah. mother buys gift cards for me because you know I don't really <laughs> like things. I like you know, I like services and I like coffee and food of course, right? right. That's what I do. So yeah, a gift card from there sets me up Usually she goes. She's pretty nice around Christmas time, so I can go and get pounds all year long of Jamaican Blue Mountain. Yeah, really treat myself on some things. Some Speaking of Jamaican organic. Blue yeah. Mountain, what's all the fuss about? I mean, I think it's clean, um, minerally. I, I like it. What 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 should I really be drinking? Uh, you know any. Kenyan coffee you can get your hands on. Yeah. Uh, those are really good, really fruit forward, uh, real intense berry flavors. Uh, when they're roasted right, you get a little little chocolate, dark chocolate out of it. That's cool. So that see these are these are terms we don't usually talk about, you know, or you talk about wine and coffee and the comparisons and tasting notes to yeah. it. But one thing, I don't know, Twitch, we've learned a little bit about this in the past. Is there something to the wet aging or wet versus dry coffee that adds some of these the fruitier flavors tend to come out of the wet process. That's when they leave the mucilage on the bean. And then so it kind of ferments with the bean. Okay. And then uh, the dry process is w- when they strip the mucilage and then they just dry the bean. Gotcha. Well, let's go to basics. I'm, me, I'm a coffee guy. I like my coffee black. I don't put anything in it. So I want really good taste in coffee. When it comes to what's... I know there's Arabica beans. I know there's, like you said, Kenyan beans. Can you just kind of get it down to its base layers, like lowest common denominator? What is each bean? How di- how is each bean sort of different? Well, there's actually only two different varietals of coffee beans. Okay. You have uh, your Arabica beans, which is mostly used for brewed coffee, and then you have a Robusta bean that's almost exp- exp- uh, expressly used for um, espresso. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Yeah. So you're telling me we've got. 3,000 some varieties of tomatoes, millions of squash, all these varieties of grapes, and there's only, only two, two prominent coffees? Yeah there's, only, yeah, there's only two beans. It all comes down to the region it's grown in, uh, the soil it's grown in, how it's processed, how it's roasted. There's so many variables in the production of coffee that that's where all the uniqueness and all the flavor comes so from. So when someone gets a bad cup of coffee, 
usually what went wrong was it was it bad beans was it bad brewing well because we've all had a bad (laughs) cup of coffee and you're like I don't know. Did the, yeah. the or it's old? Or yeah, is or it old, old coffee? Is yeah. it? But like, I guess you have to gauge that, like age yeah. wise, because I mean, I've had bad coffee that's like been there. Yeah, I would say you know, once a bag has been opened, I would try to use it within ten to fifteen days. Yeah. About two weeks would be like the optimum life for that. If you're using, I accept your challenge. <laughs> <laughs> All right, is, I got a question. Oh, go ahead. All right, so back to it. Kind of relates to you because this is a selfish need. So I yeah. have a French pot, right? And I, I buy your beans, I buy other beans, whatever, and I have a Vita mix blender at home. So I just typically just go ahead and do my own grinding. What grind should I be going for, say, a French press and maybe how many scoops? Uh, French press, you're going to want to go with a very coarse grind. Very coarse? Yeah, uh, almost to where okay. it, it kind of looks a little pebbly even. Oh, really? Yeah. 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 See, I, oh, I was going too far. I didn't know that either. It's uh, one of the hottest brewing methods, so it tends to extract out of the bean very quickly. Okay. And then also okay. because it just sits in the water, you want that I steep. have a, kind of a related question. Yes, ma'am. Um, I'm always asking at your place I am dark or medium or light and does one of those have more caffeine than others the lighter roasts are actually the most caffeinated that's what i've heard i wanted the, to verify the darker that. you, is you that roast it because caf- right. caffeine is one of the most volatile uh, chemicals in coffee so uh, the darker you roast it the more of it just burns off did not oh. had no clue of that that makes sense, though. You burn it off. Do you think the misconception was like everybody got into dark roasted coffee? So oh, the darker, like, the stronger. See, the right. Yeah, was, yeah that's what I thought. Stronger, so yeah. it must yeah. be really, you know, yeah, juicy. Probably espresso played up, a role right? in that, mm-hmm. too, because it's, you know, it's a really dark bean. But, I mean, you're talking about, you know, a quarter cup of coffee in four ounces of liquid versus, you know, a tablespoon of coffee in a cup. Do, do you think that some, without saying names, the, the big coffee places, and there are, you know, a handful of them, do you think they change the palate for what we like, or we're convinced that bad coffee is good. You know what I mean? Like, for instance, you go to one of the big oh, places yeah. and you get really almost burnt coffee. Yeah, I won't name name. And you can't yeah. drink it, <laughs> me at least, I can't drink it without cream in it, and I don't like cream in my coffee. Right. I like. Yeah, really, or it has to get cold almost before you can. Yeah. It's just too much. Or is that, is that good coffee and maybe my palate just sucks? Yeah, yeah. That's um, right. you, you know, I'll probably side with you on that. Uh, yeah. it's, it's not great coffee. Uh, it's, but, you know, it's part of that just large scale production process. It, it tends to just be a burned. hotter process. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I would challenge you to find a medium roast that doesn't look like a dark roast from one of those big name brands right right you know i always get the blonde roast and i'm like even this isn't very yeah good. Uh, i know so I like i'm there too dark roast mm-hmm. is the ipa of <laughs> yeah. that's a good analogy that's a great, it's a great way to disguise badly roasted coffee yeah but no, your that, coffee is really yeah. good i've been there twice now in the last it's it's a gathering well, spot you. That. It's a yeah, gathering it's a, spot. It's a hot little spot. Uh, we do. It we is do so cool. Some brisk business over there. Yeah, yeah. Lots of lots of people. And the, don't forget the retail side. I, again, great for gifts. Great. The, the snacks oh, are it. amazing. The desserts are always always have a really good time at election coffee. Election at a coffee times. And and the bulk coffees too. You can yeah. get bulk yep. coffees and and the sandwiches and the pastries. Yeah. we got sandwiches, oh, pastries. So we bring uh, local pastries in. Um, yeah. You know, I want smoothies. To talk a little bit because I was talking to Sylvia about one of the reasons we wanted to, to have you on the show was we were kind of discussing post pandemic and how mm-hmm. we're feeling like the social gathering place, the coffee house, the community center yeah. is kind of reemerging. Mm-hmm. And um, 
I, I don't know if that's true for you guys. I, I know whenever I drive by your shop, it's always pretty packed. Uh, it always has been. But do you do you feel like there's conversations about this? Do you see more people mm-hmm. trending getting maybe? together again? Oh, yeah. absolutely. I mean, not only uh, you know on the coffee shop side of it, even just you know going to offices and businesses and seeing more and more people just yeah. people everywhere. are back in offices. Yes. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. yeah. And Sylvia was even saying maybe the coffee shop is the new remote office yeah, yeah i know for a well, while it yeah. did seem that way yeah. yeah 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 oh and just the innovations that are taking place in coffee shops you know poetry readings things you know just it's just a place now where people can come together and then the other phenomenon is it's liquorless yeah, you know, I was going to say, I, I think for I a just, lot of people, it's a bar that's not yeah, a bar. Yeah, not a bar that's a bar that's not a You know, when you, you're an adult and you, you want to have a, a a conversation with someone, you right. go to a bar or you go to a coffee house. Yeah. And it depends, you know, on what you're looking for. But it, it's kind of where, all right, mm-hmm. I'm done partying. I'll just go. Yeah, I need yeah. to go to or coffee. It's, <laughs> it's noon or something. Uh, <laughs> coffee, um, oh, I forgot. Never mind. You guys. Uh, well, I want to ask you on the tea disclaimed. side. Because yeah. I know it's Lexington Coffee and Tea. If yep. you go to uh, uh, co- um, Coffee Times, there's a really big tea selection. There's a huge tea selection. Yeah. Lots, and, of, lots of growing tea people. So I'm trying to get more into teas. I and I, I just don't know mm. where to where to start. And I, I don't I don't know what I don't know when it comes to tea. So kind of help me out and point me in the right direction. I mean, if you start start with you know most people if they if they don't have a, a, a wide experience with teas, they've definitely had some Lipton. Mm-hmm. So right. that's yeah. you know your basic black tea. Uh, that. The, the first like, leaping off point would be to go get a premium loose leaf black tea. Okay. And then you'll see kind of, you know, what the difference yeah. is. Try some herbal teas. Uh, what do we do wrong I'm, when we make tea? You, you take the tea bag, you get your water boiling hot, you put the tea yeah. bag in it, and then you shake it around. And I feel like everything about yeah. that is wrong. Yeah, not not everything. Okay. You, you want a little agitation, but uh, you want to actually pull that water off just before it starts to boil. Okay. And then you'll get the best extraction. And then for the loose tea, can you put it right into the water? You can if you have a, 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 a filter, strainer or a, strainer. a filter yeah. for it. Um, but at Coffee Times, we sell uh, little balls. The little, ball diffuser. Yeah, the little ball diffusers. And um, I, I believe we're actually working on getting some little pouches that you can put it in yourself. Awesome. Okay. How about decaf coffee? I always get real, but I should drink decaf, but a lot of places don't do decaf. Do you do decaf? We do have because it's apparently tasteless. Decaffeinated most people. blend, but yeah, I mean the process of decaffeination doesn't really lend, lend itself, itself to, to flavor. A, to a flavor for I coffee. know. Yeah. So, ah. let's talk about the commercial side a little bit because that's a the whole other aspect of this business. I mean, outside of a coffee shop where everybody can go and, and mingle, you've got to get and I don't really understand this process. From Walk me through from purchasing bulk, mm-hmm. two types of different beans, or maybe I don't know where they come from to the roasting process to get to where it gets in a restaurant. And also, kind of, there's differences. If you go into the shop, you can you can probably buy a Zora coffee. You can buy a certain establishments blend. That's true. How does that get done? Well, uh, we do a lot of custom roasting, um, and some of that comes down to, you know, we just have so many blends, and so that's usually a good jumping-off point for somebody to say, I, I like this, can we, you know, can we get this labeled for us, and, and then we can, you know, tweak that roast a little bit, tweak that blend a little bit for that customer, and then, yeah, they get their, their own u- unique blend. Is there a difference in the type of bean? Uh, I mean, I know there's the two types, but, uh, or the time roasting temperature, is that how you kind of vary? Yeah, that? there's huge variables there. I mean, I think uh, we pull in 
15 or to 18 different beans uh, and it's the growing regions that kind of differentiate them so you know from Colombians to Kenyans to Costa Ricans okay um, so your fair game like alchemist back there mad baker yeah a, a little <laughs> few of these and a few that. of those and yep cool that's kind of fun i think i can yeah. get into that is there a difference when you, you talk about the regions you know a, a kenyan versus is there kind of hard and fast rules that kenyan coffee is tastes more like this and ecuadorian coffee tastes generally more like is that a yeah there are, i mean regions do tend to get kind of famous for their unique flavor profiles. So, so it, can you give us a couple of the basic ones? Definitely the Kenyan, like I said before, is very berry forward, very fruit forward. Uh, a Costa Rican is going to be really chocolatey. Um, Ecuadorian coffee is actually mm. kind of right in the middle there. Uh, mm. They hit a lot of fruity notes and some chocolatey notes. Um, and then you get down into Colombians, and those are your really deep chocolate notes. And then the, the, the kind of the famous, nice. like, everything coffee flavor that people yeah. know. Yeah. Coffee is hard to grow, right? Yes, it only grows in uh, an elevation band of 2,000 feet across the world. Yeah, I remember um, my favorite movie is Out of Africa. And she's trying to be a coffee grower, and she loses her entire crop one year. And it takes years to get the Yeah, it takes, uh, I think, five to eight years for a new tree to produce fruit. Is that amazing? Coffee and chocolate, in in, in the same vein, they they only grow certain latitudes, certain, you know, In very few places, and it's very hard. Yeah. You can't really make coffee or chocolate grow where it doesn't want to grow. That's right? true, and they're also processed on a lot of the same machines. So like the roaster we <clears throat> we we use for coffee would be the same one that they use for yeah, cocoa. Because they're beans. both beans, right? Yeah. Both coffee and chocolate yeah. are beans. They probably use much lower temperatures, I would assume. Not being a chocolatier, I don't have really you know. have you had the uh, the the new thing? I keep seeing ads for is the ground cacao beans. Where you? Oh yeah. Where, well, well, sort you can of, buy beans in like right. coffee beans. Yeah, uh, but they're chocolate. They're, they're chocolate covered. Not sweetened. They're just regular like cacao beans that are, I guess, treated like coffee and then ground like coffee and then brewed like coffee. I've never had it. So, I've okay. never tried that myself. So, yeah, I, I mean, this is Mayans and Incas. The, yeah, that's what that's what it sounds like. It sounds like some like some Mayan coffee. Worshiping pyramid. I mean, yeah. making like. To- yeah, I bet it's awesome. You've ever asked Aztec hot, hot chocolates before? Mm-hmm. It's probably got some uh, hallucinatory <laughs> properties to it, too. Ritual hot chocolate. Yeah. So, okay, when it comes to ordering coffee, because, again, I'm a black coffee guy, and I go into a coffee house, too. and I feel like I'm speaking a different language because I don't know. I have a question like this. When yeah, okay. So the basics. There's the lattes, the Americanos. Oh, my gosh. Can you walk, walk us and through? And I'm a black coffee gal. I don't. My I wife don't will tell me, go get me you know uh, a, a flat latte blah, blah 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 i don't know what that is yeah i, I just agree. know so can you give me a couple of basic orders and what they actually are yeah a latte is just uh, steamed milk and it's what defines it as a latte is the ratio of milk to foam okay so it's about 10 to 20 percent foam and you're in the latte family okay you get up to 50 percent foam 50 percent milk that's a cappuccino oh did not know that so an americano would just be hot water and espresso to okay. basically make so a, a weaker espresso. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. And you can make little designs with uh, what's the well, I can get. But yes, there are people that are very good at that. Yeah, the latte pretty. art. They're These, um, pretty latte artists. Yeah. Let's let's be honest here. The the the, the <laughs> coffee lingo and the different types. It's kind of a kind of a kids game, and you got to be hip and you got to be cool. You know, it's it's you know the kids run the coffee shops, right? Yeah. So I'm getting old now. 
I don't want to sound. I want to sound cool. What are the kids drinking? I don't want to go in there and be like, "Yeah, I want to blah 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 blah." And they'd be like, "This guy." I'm going to stay old and do so my yeah, black. Yeah. <laughs> How do I look cool when I go in a coffee shop and order? Oh, and a latte like, with really uh, half calf or. <laughs> if, if you if you want to look cool to the barista, yeah, that's what I want. Oh yeah, just read it off the board. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, not a funny business, right? Yeah, they'll yeah. know exactly what you're talking about if you just read it off. I bet that does can that. drive a barista crazy. I bet yeah, with the variations yep. on coffee. people want to make stuff up. Oh, you oh, know, yeah. you yeah, know, yeah. interesting. We, we only got like a minute left, but if you haven't uh, checked out Coffee Times over in the Regency area, love or it. You have an office, or you have a uh, um, a business, uh, Lexington Coffee and Tea, or you're trying to create the next great play in America. Go. Yeah, yeah. come check times. us out. It's a great yeah. place to go. Thank you, Victor. And I'm not even going to try to pronounce It's been 15 minutes. I, <laughs> I had it. I had his last name, and then I... Kreinberg. <laughs> Nailed it. Nailed wow. Say it again. Two Van Kreinberg. He's never well, going to forget that. Kreinberg. I, I had to um, okay. type out the spelling. Oh, okay. my God. That's important to wait, know. Wait, hang on. We got, we got 30 <laughs> seconds left. Could Can you spell it? Kreinberg. Oh, yeah. Oh, cr- saw mm-hmm. I don't care if you it's, saw it just cri- a second ago. Oh, uh, it's cri- 14 letters and most of them are silent. <laughs> but, but it's Kreinberg. Yeah. Okay, because we got to do Jack, Jack Patty in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you right now, there's no way that though, that combination of letters makes, makes the sound Kreinberg. you're claiming it makes. Okay. No. It's like no. it's like Coach It's, it's like Krein. Anytime K-R-I-N-E. I have to spell it, when somebody asks me how to say it, I just say Smith. Smith. <laughs> but it's K-R-I-N-E-B-E-R-G is how it sounds. That's phonetic. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Man, you should have like some kind of deal where if someone can spell your last name, they get a discount on coffee. Now, well, we are going to have a deal where if you mention the radio spot on Saturday, you get a free cup of drip coffee. Yeah. That's great. Awesome. <laughs> All right. We'll go that. check it out at, uh, at uh, Coffee Times in Regency. We'll see you in just a moment. It's Food News and Shoes Radio.